Hi everybody, welcome to the second episode of Frog Kissin' a Muppet Podcast. Yay! <laughs> that was really well timed. Yeah. Alright, uh, today's episode we're going to talk about Gonzo. Yeah. <laughs> a lot about Gonzo. Pretty much is, is just going to be about Gonzo, because we forgot to do a second topic, or rather a different topic. And you know, that's, that's okay. That's not a bad thing. Gonzo is a topic all by himself. I could talk about Gonzo for forever. You could write about Gonzo, and you have, and we'll listen to that later. Yes, but first, <laughs> um... Cheesy. That was really cheesy. That's okay. <laughs> really Nothing wrong with a little cheese. Yeah, I love cheese. <laughs> um, okay, so before we move on, we did want to acknowledge a couple people that um, have helped us get to actually making this podcast, and people that have inspired us and such. And we mentioned them on the Twitters earlier mm-hmm. this week, but um, you know, people like um, Joe and Ryan from Tough Pigs, obviously. Uh, Ryan, Absolutely. Ryan Doe's from Muppet Mindset. The wonderful. The Doe's. Oh, the Doe's. <laughs> Um, That's my special nickname for him. I know it is. He thought his name had a Z in it. <laughs> hey, look, I corrected those tags. I did. <laughs> I'm just now. I, all I think is Doozer. Doozer. Well, that no, because Doozer has two O's. It's still it, pretty. Right? Sim- it's still pretty. Yeah, it does. No. But it's still pretty similar. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have an I in it. That's true. Who else? Uh, Other than Ryan, one, Ryan, and Joe. The wonderful Dave Holteen for uh, doing our artwork. Oh, yeah. That art. He's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. And if you have not looked at the rest of his artwork, you should go look at it online, because he's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, who else? You wanted to thank a couple, like, Chris Hardwick and... Chris Hardwick for being awesome and and having the, like, most awesome podcast in all of podcastdom. Um big giant thank you to Austin Titchener of the Reduce Shakespeare Company and his podcast where he I, I tweeted at him about um, podcast tips and everything and he made me an entire podcast for it. That's right. So I don't think you can get better than that. You really can't. So big giant, big, big giant ups to him. Um, Will Wheaton for having an awesome podcast even though he only does it like once every six months now but that's okay. Radio Free Burrito. should listen to that. Um, let's see. Jim from my work. Because he kept asking about if we had done it yet. And now I can say that yes, we did. <laughs> Thanks for being so persistent, Jim. Yeah. Even though I've never Keep met me. You. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He's cool. He actually once met Jim Henson when he was like in third grade. Jim Henson just came to his classroom to visit the teacher that was an old girlfriend or something of his. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, shut up. That's the best. And he was like, well, I don't know. It's, you know, he came in, said hi, and basically left. That was it. I'm like, shut up, though. You met Jim Henson. <laughs> it still counts. That's Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm incredibly yeah. jealous. I know. Oh. He was like, well, I was in third grade. Yep. Um, hmm. We definitely wanted to thank uh, Steve Swenson. Swanson. Did Swanson. I just mess up his last name? I did. Um, yes. For, Swanson. Um, who did the Muppet cast for... How long was Muppet cast on for? It was on for quite like, a while. Like, I don't know. Three or four years. Yeah, which I haven't listened to all of it, but I've listened to a ton of the episodes. I, and I have listened to all of them. Yeah. And obviously drawn a lot of inspiration from the work that he did. Obviously. Pretty much. Yeah, we totally stole that song thing, but you know. 
It's good. It's too good, though. And he seemed to be cool with it after we told him we did it. <laughs> that would be really weird so, yeah. if he wasn't cool with it, but... No, he'll be like, dude, what? I'm like, okay, well, we'll stop doing it. No more um, songs. Yeah, his interviews are really good, especially with uh, with Richard Hunt's mom. Oh, those are my favorite. Those oh, are my yeah. absolute favorite. And thank you to all the listeners for listening. Oh, yeah, I guess those guys, too, huh? Because we kind of need you to <laughs> keep going. Cause, well, actually, that's not true. If no one was listening, we probably would still do this. We probably would. Because it's We fun. probably would. But it helps to have listeners so you can ask us questions. It's true, so we have more things and, to talk about. And we do love you, audience. We do love you. That's kind of a good right. segue into the questions that we into have. Into questions. Questions. Uh, we only have Yay. a couple, but that's quite all right. Um, so, at Muppety Notes asked, "What celebrity do you want to see work with the Muppets who hasn't before?" Um, I was gonna say Chris Hardwick, but he has. And my answer to this has always been Tina Fey, but uh, that's that's she no, also that's no longer she, a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess dreams come true. Pretty yeah, much. no, Chris Hardwick. Yeah, Chris Hardwick worked with. Um, geez, he's worked with a lot of Muppets now because Jim didn't Henson he Company the, is didn't with. Did he work with Fraggle Rock for? Yeah, the Fraggle yeah. Rock for the Do It Anyway video mm-hmm. by Ben Folds. If you haven't seen that, you need to. It's amazing. Um, just yeah, and he has a bunch of stuff going on with. Um, uh, the Nerdist and Jim Henson Company being partners through like Legacy Films or whatever the mm-hmm. company that has that owns that now. He interviewed the Muppets, which was nice. I mean, it felt very, like, you know, kind of scripted interviewee kind mm. of thing. Yeah. Um, which I guess you would have to be, but, you know, I'm just, like, crossing my fingers for the day where he interviews Brian Henson or Cheryl or Lisa or somebody or, you know, any actual Muppeteer as a Muppeteer and not the character. That'd be that pretty be amazing. Cool. And to be fair... And he's had- yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's had Paul Williams on his uh, podcast twice. So if you guys haven't listened to that, you need to. I don't think I have. I think I meant to, but then I never did. Yeah, definitely. The second one is really cool because uh, Chris does a Gonzo impression, and they sing. They just kind of like spur of the moment at the very end of the podcast. Um, Paul just starts to do. He sings all the way through. Um, I'm going to go back there someday because it's Chris's favorite song. And then Paul, di- he didn't like how he did it or something. Mm-hmm. So um, Chris was like, he just started, He Chris just started to do his Gonzo impression. And Paul was like, let's do it. And you do it. And we'll do it together. And then at the end, Paul was like, that's the one that we were supposed to do. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. It was really good. And Chris was actually really good at his, uh, his Gonzo impression. It was really nice. Yeah, you were mentioning that earlier. Um, yeah. I don't know who I'd want to see work with the Muppets, though. I mean... Almost every celebrity's been on Sesame Street at this point, and... Yeah. Martin Freeman. Oh, Martin Freeman would be so good with the Muppets. Oh my god. That would be so cute. Benedict Cumberbatch already done it, so I was like, oh, who else? Martin Freeman! That's what, that's kind of what I was just yeah. thinking about Benedict. Um, yeah. I'd love to see Amy Poehler with, like, the Muppets. I know that she's done some stuff on Sesame before, but... Yeah. I love Amy Poehler to death. That would be great. Pretty much. I know, it's like, so many people have already done it. Has Tom Hanks ever worked with the Muppets? I don't know. I love Tom Hanks. I don't think that he has. He should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nicest that... guy in Hollywood. Nicest frog in Hollywood. Come on. I want to say that they did, though. I feel like they when have. I think about it. 
to the Muppet Wiki. We'll look at this up real quick. <laughs> okay, what's our what's our next question while I look this up? Our next question is, um, I'll save that one for last. Um, Carolyn from Tough Pigs asked, how have the Muppets influenced your personal style? I had a green car. <laughs> and I you, win. You personally, <laughs> did you purposely make it green because of Kermit? Yes, I did. Okay. But yes, before that, that before that, it was dark blue, and I was calling it Gonzo, but it needed a new paint job because I had wrecked it, so I just I was going to do it anyway. So I was like, um, <laughs> my dog just started snoring really loud. So I, <laughs> Sam, stop, Sam. Gosh, she's so bad. <laughs> so I got it green. Yeah, that's pretty much winning if you paint your car green. Yeah. Also, a billion billion um, t-shirts. Um, socks. Oh, you can tell your sock story. I can't. Well, sock story doesn't really fit into how the Muppets influenced my style. That's more tough pigs. Yeah, I guess. Julia cries story because everyone's amazing. I do have Muppet socks though because mm. of that story, and I've got several T-shirts as well. One of my friends made me a Kermit the Frog skirt for one birthday a couple of years ago. Aw, cute. It's adorable, and I don't wear it often enough. And I have Gonzo okay. f- footy pajamas. Oh yeah, that's right, you do. They're Gonzo amazing. footy pajamas. And I miss them, and I wish they were here. I went through this phase on eBay where I was buying like a bunch of Muppet t-shirts, but I wouldn't, I wasn't paying close, close attention to uh, like the dimensions of the t-shirt, and I kept buying t-shirts that I couldn't fit into. You and you have one of them now. You sent me like yeah, three I sent shirts. you that Gonzo one. You sent me the Gonzo yeah, those one. are the ones. You sent me one yeah, with those Grover are the ones on that it. I bought. And mm-hmm. I've got another one that I can't remember to save my life right now. There's like happens. a, yeah, there's a Gonzo. I don't know. I can't remember either. But yeah, the the Grover one, I actually got a Hot Topic, and I just didn't bother to try it on. Oh. <laughs> it didn't fit. Um, okay, update on the Tom Hanks thing. He made an appearance on Sesame Street in season 24 while waiting with Big Bird and the kids for a bus. Um, his favorite Muppet is Animal. Is that it? Um, but that's pretty much it, yeah. Oh, um, and, like, he worked Hanks. with, like... Yeah, he worked with, um... The Jim Henson Creature Shop effects for the Lady Killers. There's an animatronic cat. That There's a picture of him and Fozzie, Gonzo, Kermit, and Animal. And Rita Wilson. in some backstage promotional photo. Aww. Oh, weren't they... Weren't they on... Wasn't he... I don't know. He was hosting the SNL episode where they did a spot on, or was that? That might have been the Robert De Niro episode, where they did the the Christmas time is here or whatever. I honestly I don't remember. Can't remember to save my life. So the moral mm-hmm. of this is Tom Hanks should just work more with the Muppets. And then Tom my Hanks, life, yeah, he needs to do so like better. a thing, a thing that we recognize him doing and. <laughs> Exactly. That we remember him instead of that one thing that we don't remember him at. I think it is because, like, I'm looking at that picture and the picture of them on Saturday Night Live, and it seems to be that. So maybe he didn't host it, but he might have been on In It for some reason. Yeah, because he he appears on Saturday Night Live all the time for no reason, just because he wants to. Yep. Because he's amazing. I was going to mention some stuff, but then I was like, no, let's not get off too too off topic. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'll just say ba- the 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 good night in uh, Saigon thing. Oh my god, that was that was the best. I think Will Ferrell was hosting. Okay, next um, question. 
Oh, well, quickly back to the previous one. Also... Oh, you weren't done? Oh, yeah, I interrupted you. Um, but yeah, back to the previous question. The main way Mm -hmm. that the Muppets influenced my personal style is I have a tattoo on my back. It is... Oh, yeah, your tattoo! Yeah, it is a bicycle, and underneath it, it says... No, above it, it says, couldn't we ride... You don't remember. It's on your back. It's not like you look at it every day. I can't see it every day. (laughs) I said that to someone. They're like, it's it's a tattoo. You should know what it looks like. And I'm like, I can't see it. I know the words are there. I just can't remember where. Where. Yeah, it says, couldn't we ride? Point is. It's a bicycle. They're there. And it's cute. Yeah. And I've only ever had one person who I didn't know, like, approach me and tell me they recognized it, which happened a couple weeks ago. And I kind of cried a little bit because I was so happy. No. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. Instead of... Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because normally people take the tattoo to mean something completely different, which usually upsets something me Something dirty, and they're dirty, awful people for thinking it. <laughs> it happened last night again with someone from my, oh, my work, which they didn't... It wasn't, like, sketchy, but they're just like, does it mean what I think it means? And I'm just like, no, think about Probably Muppets. not. Go away. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. All so, but yes. Anyway, next question. Mm-hmm. Nick from Tough Pigs asked, what do you think about the recent push to have some of today's top fashion designers create new pieces for Miss Piggy? I don't think it's a recent push. I think they've been doing that along for, you know, forever. Just Pretty about. much. I mean, I know um, that they, like, brought her on. What What's the, like, the reality show where they design clothing? I don't know. I don't watch reality shows. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. But I saw that episode. Like the one. The one was the Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum. I don't Klum. know. I don't remember either. But I know that she was on there and they designed clothes for her. Um, hmm. But no, they've always kind of for magazines and such. They'll design clothes and she'll wear yeah. them. That's always been a thing. Yeah. They've yeah they've usually they've done that. I mean since the eighties. Um, yeah, so I guess there was kind of like talk a, about... maybe there was a lull, but then they kind of started doing it more again. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think like when the Muppets kind of fell off the radar, I could talk about Miss Piggy's clothes in in Muppets Most Wanted for like days and days, and I haven't even seen the movie yet because <laughs> I love them all so much. I think this is the best she's she's dressed in in any Muppet film. I, I can say. agree with that. Yep. The, the few outfits I've I seen really, her in. I really like her hair for some reason in, in Muppets Take Manhattan. I don't know why. Her like really curly <laughs> hair. Really weird perm. Yeah, but especially when she had it like pulled back, that was the cutest. Oh my god, that was the cutest. Um, okay. <laughs> our last question is from our favorite listener, Frogfan76. Alright. He asked, "Will you lend me your credit card?" Hashtag QVC. I would, but <laughs> there's not much on it left, I was, I was so gonna say, you probably wouldn't be able to get anything. He doesn't want either of my credit cards because they are both pretty maxed out right now. Yeah, extremely. Like, so you can, you can have them to pay them off. That's a good. That's point. what's gonna happen. I will gladly mm-hmm. mail him my credit cards and. Yeah, he can just pay them off for me. Is that all for the questions? That's Yeah, that's all the questions that we got um, not pertaining to the main topic of today's show. And I guess oh. updates? There aren't really any oh. updates. Updates. You go first. 
Um, pretty much, I mean, you know, Muppets Most Wanted premiered this last week, and Tough Pigs Joe and my Muppet Mindset's Ryan went to it, and they took a lot of pictures, which made me incredibly jealous. And it, mm-hmm. it looks like they got they got in a lot of interviews, like with Constantine and I believe Kermit. And, yep, and they've, they got Kermit. They've started posting reviews and such, so you should all go check those out at Tough Pigs and Muppet Mindset as well. And because the mm-hmm. movie's coming out in less than a week, we're getting a lot of interviews on. As we, yeah, as we said last week, like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and and such. So you should all go and watch those interviews because they're all very entertaining. I haven't watched the Arsenio one yet. I did. It I was, heard that that wasn't really. It wasn't so much an not interview. really an interview. No, um, Fozzie n- not narrated. He was like the announcer, and then Animal hmm. Animal had like a drummer off with whoever Arsenio's drummer is, which actually that was pretty entertaining. Huh. Fozzie was a little. It was very scripted for Fozzie, so he wasn't quite as entertaining as normal. Yeah, I like it when the improv. I do too. My favorite, I love it when they're on Craig Ferguson. Because mm-hmm. he's very loose. Especially Pepe. He has really good chemistry with Pepe. Yeah, because we were talking about that on Tough Pigs, how the recent interviews with um, Jimmy Kimmel seemed like they were a little bit scripted. And yeah. Yeah, I like it when you can tell that they're just winging it. Have you listened to Joe's yeah. interview with Constantine yet? Yeah, I have. It's so funny. I'm so excited for him in the film. Yeah. That was really good. Pretty much. That's my update. Do you have an update on the Creature Challenge? I do. Yeah, Jim Henson's Creature Shop Challenge is coming to Sci-Fi Channel on March 25th at 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Um, Basically what it is is Brian Henson and... G.G. Edgley, who you might remember from as uh, uh, oh God, what was her character's name from Farscape? Mm-hmm. Um, she and Brian will be, I think, judges for their uh, for the Creature Shop Challenge, which is kind of like a reality show competition show. Um, so, so, so ten creature designers compete for a chance of a lifetime. Their first challenge: create creatures that live in an undersea world untouched by the hands of man. <laughs> so that's going to be the first episode. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I love Brian's promo pictures for this. <laughs> I really do. So yay for that too. And I like that it's like right, it's coming out right after Muppets Most Wanted. Agreed. I'm excited to cool. see it. Yep, That's yep, pretty yep. much all the news. There's not much else going on in the Muppet Yeah, we kind of did that last week too. Pretty much. Yeah, we covered a lot of stuff last week. Um, Tough Big still has their... Muppet Vault coming up, I think, is it this week? I think it's the 19th, isn't it? Yeah, yep. So everyone should also go to that as well. If you're in the New York area. Which we are not, unfortunately. Nope. You're definitely not. You're in Middle Earth. I just need to go find a TARDIS. I will, I will never not call it... Either get those freaking eagles <laughs> come help you fly the... I mean, what else are they doing? They're not taking Frodo to Mordor, that's it. That's not what they're doing. Yeah, because, you know, they're just Wait flying the... around. They're just flying around New I Zealand. I just have to Wait till the end of one. the movie. I just have There's to go outside and on the... get one to come take me to New York. Catch a moth. Oh, yeah. First I have to catch the moth, and then they'll go and retrieve an eagle for me. Because that's how it works here. Dude. Yeah, but man, moths take... They take quite a while. I don't know if you noticed, like, when Gandalf, like, grabbed the moth and was talking to it, and they sent it away, 
and that thing took forever. I think it was like when he was in Isengard, it must have taken like two weeks. He was up there for a while, I'm sure. The moth was a lot quicker in The Hobbit, because, you know, they were in the tree, yeah. and they were all about to die. They were in trouble. So, moth obviously ASAP knew that get... it was important. Yeah, they were kind of, yeah, they were about to fall off a cliff hanging from some trees. Oh my gosh, are we never going to not talk about Lord of the Rings on this dang thing? Maybe once I'm not I don't in think. New Zealand, then maybe we won't. Maybe. At least not as much. Maybe not. Hey, you used to live, no, then we'll just talk about Stand By Me all the time. I love I'll just that make movie. jokes about you having to go find a body <laughs> when you're when you're back in Portland because that's where it was filmed. It wasn't filmed directly in All Portland, right. was it? It was filmed, yeah, it was uh, in and around Portland. That's a good movie. I keep telling you this, and I keep I keep linking you to like. Where yeah, you, you can... do. Now that I think about it, we've had Although... this conversation like four times already. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Do we have any more updates or anything when we get back on track? We can get back on track. Yes. Okay. Alright, so do you want to go ahead and do the first musical segment? Yes, yes, yes. Um, pretty much this is going to lead into what the rest of our episode is going to focus on. And so for our first musical segment, here is Jamboree. Lonely. Yeah, I get lonely. Sad. Whew, I know sad. But you do what you can with the things that you see to make life a jamboree. And I see cows playing cellos with bananas where their horns should be. And I see flags being waved by ducks in buckets and pigs drinking lemon tea. Jamboree! on your shoes, then that won't help at all, cause you gotta see penguins throwing popcorn, chickens on a well-dressed moose, hi girls, and you gotta see rats floating by on pink balloons, and fuzzy things on the loose, jamboree, 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 find where you hide and look inside, and you got a jamboree. Well, you go run from thunder, and you stay away from rain. But I'll be looking at the colors in the puddles to see my jamboree. Jamboree! Chocolate cakes! Jamboree! Bells on snakes! Some people give up, some people get out, but me! I'm a jamboree! Awesome. I love that song. That's probably my favorite <laughs> Gonzo song. <laughs> or at least one of them. Gonzo Muppet Show. Gonzo Muppet Show song. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess from the Muppet Show. I don't know, because I no, know what my favorite Gonzo song is. I love um What? Wishing song that he sings on the Madeline Cod oh, episode. Yeah. I can remember the first time I watched it I cried because it was Yeah, that was really sad. But that was that was when he was still in his very sad phase. To be fair, and we've talked about this on Tough Picks before, Gonzo's kind of, he's a really sensitive character. He, I, I swear, he is the most, he's hes the Muppet with the most 
dramatic character arc. He, yeah, I swear. I mean, he goes from, you know, eating tires and being shot out of cannons, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's singing. And being, like, super sad, yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, because we, yeah, we talked about it on Tough Pigs how, you know, if you look at, like, the wishing song, mm-hmm. uh, when he sang My Way on The Muppet Show as well, I'm going to go back mm-hmm. there someday. I wish I could be Santa Claus, the whole of, like, Muppets in space, you know? He's just, he's a very, yeah. like, sensitive feeling character, which I've always, like, really admired in him, and that's probably one of the he, reasons he's one of my favorites. He has a lot of depth that tends to get overlooked by oh he's the weirdo he's the one that he does the you know eating tires to fly to the bumblebee yeah that exactly kind of thing. but yes no he's has a tremendous amount of depth which is very nice pretty much what makes a character a character and that can be said for all of them but I think I think Gonzo it's more I don't want to say obvious because sometimes it isn't it's but more when you if you look at it you can you know you can tell. Yeah, it's more apparent, you know, if you're going through all the Muppet Show and all the films as well. Like, I think mm-hmm. him and Kermit, I would say, probably have the most, most depth. And Miss Piggy yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. You kind of see and, that arc. And like Miss Piggy, yeah, and like Miss Piggy, you don't think, you think of Miss Piggy, you think of the diva that does the karate chops and stuff, and all her vulnerability and, and insecurities and stuff you don't think about, honestly. But they're there. You just have to exactly. see them and look at them. Recognize them yeah. for what they are. No, but Gonzo's but, been yeah. my no, I like for ages. Mm-hmm. Mine too, really. Honestly. Yeah. Well, growing up, one of th- one of the many. Growing up, my favorite was always <laughs> Rolf, but that was because I loved dogs as a kid. Like I was obsessed <laughs> with dogs. That sounds so weird, but I was. Very superficial. Yeah, it was a kind of a superficial. Well, when I was five years old, I wanted to grow up and be a dog. Until that dream was squashed. <laughs> So, of course, he was my favorite <laughs> character on, like, Muppet Babies mm. and the Muppet Movies. Um, mm-hmm. And then for a while, it was Fozzie. And then when I came back into the Muppet fandom, it became Gonzo immediately. It's Gonzo again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read your thing? Yeah, I can I can do that. I was going to segue into that a lot better, but I didn't want to, like, put you <laughs> on the spot. I wanted to, like, ask for your consent. My like, consent. In fact, you wrote a... Th- yeah, in fact, you wrote a thing about it. So, here, read your thing. No, do it now. Read... Do it, Julia. I do don't it now. Read it. Go away, Laura. We agreed. We talked about this, Julia. We talked about Shut this up. Shut up. Do it. Shut up. No. That escalated quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I wrote for Tough Pigs, I wrote a piece, not this last Valentine's Day, but the previous one, which actually, to be fair, I had been working on it for like a year, but then I used Tough Pigs as an excuse to actually finish it. But I wrote a piece. <laughs> I wrote a piece entitled Everyone Should Date a Gonzo, and it's super long, so I'm not going to read the entire thing, but I've got two paragraphs from it, so I figured I would read a little bit about it. And yes, okay, and I'm probably going to screw this up, so I apologize in advance. Um, date a Gonzo because you'll never know what the day has in store for you. Your relationship will never be stale. It will never fall into an ordinary, dull routine of painstakingly mundane events that only leads to you yearning for something more. Every day will bring something fresh, something new to the table. 
You'll never have a single uninteresting moment when you're with a gonzo. They'll keep a smile on your face and a skip in your heart every step of the way. Date a gonzo because a gonzo is the ever-optimist, always believing there is something more that can and should be done. They believe their plans will go off without a hitch, they'll never say no to an adventure, and they somehow always manage to look on the bright side of things. This really struck me during the scene in The Great Muppet Caper, when the guys are out with Piggy on Kermit's date. While Fozzie and Kermit were busy worrying over how they were going to afford their meal with Lady Holiday, Gonzo did not hesitate to jump into action and instantly began taking pictures for money. No one asked him to, he just acted on instinct. This brings up a whole other point. A Gonzo is selfless. They'll do things for others without being asked, and they won't complain whilst doing it. They will always give you their all. A Gonzo does not give up and will do whatever it takes to make sure everyone is happy. What? What's that? A kid's letter didn't make it to Santa Claus and now she may not get her Christmas wish? <laughs> no problem, because a Gonzo will take that letter all the way to the North Pole, because that's exactly what a Gonzo does. Yay! That's, but that's basically... <laughs> you really do like that song. I do Letters like... to Santa. That was a good song. That was a good... I, I, I liked Letters to Santa a lot, actually. I do, too. Especially their I've... costumes. Oh, my God. I've gotten in conversations with people because I know a lot of Muppet fans don't like Letters to Santa and to be fair the reason I, I like it him. is probably because of Gonzo but mm-hmm. I don't know like, yeah. I think that it would have worked a lot better if it had been longer because it's pretty rushed but it's pretty cute yeah and, and how awesome was Jesse L. Martin's number in that it, I mean come on it has such a good soundtrack huge. like I know a lot of people probably don't agree but oh, I love that soundtrack so much well I agree I'm glad the and song... yeah <laughs> and if you can i mean if anybody i will fight you if you want to argue about how good their costumes were their costumes... those were such awesome costumes their costumes are oh my gosh. so good in that epi- episode wow that how... in that production how cute did kermit look in that jacket like that was such a good fit and it's hard to put kermit in stuff where it hides his neck because he doesn't have much of one and you put him in a suit or when you put him in turtleneck i hate that mess because it looks like he looks all stumpy because he doesn't have any shoulders. <laughs> it's true. And they give him shoulders, and they put something where he like requires shoulders, or they give him shoulders, and it looks really messed up. And that's why I have a problem when they put Kermit and stuff like that. That really ticks me off. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like that combination. Like dressing Kermit is really important. That combination of like the sweater and the jacket and the scarf in Letters to mm-hmm. Santa works really well. It looks so good. And Fozzie's everybody. Fozzie's ugly Christmas sweater is so good, and I just want I one. <laughs> I want one so badly. Everybody was dressed really well on that, but that's not what our topic is. True. Well, we can segue <laughs> into things that Gonzo Gonzo wears because I quite like him in Argyle. His Argyle sweater vests are probably my yes. favorite. Yes, thank you. And you know what? Oh man, I meant to look this up earlier and I totally forgot, but I swear to God, Frank Oz has the Argyle uh, sweater vest exactly like that. And Good. I think it was when he was doing an interview for the Dark Crystal. That's So I'm going to look up that real quick. That's amazing. I approve. And a really quick story. <laughs> like two Christmases ago, my dad and I were Christmas shopping for my brother, and we were looking at a clothes mm-hmm. department, and I was just like, we should get him in this Argyle sweater vest. More men should wear Argyle. And then that night I went home and I was watching um, something Muppet related, and I was like, oh, Gonzo's wearing Argyle. That's probably where that influence came from. Because Argyle's awesome. All right, I found it. Although it's not, I mean, it's for, it's just it's just Argyle, but it's not really the same one. But it just made me think he's wearing a that's like Frank Oz has one like that. Maybe he was just so I found a I found a picture of it. Maybe he was just like kind of summoning his inner Gonzo for 
interview. I think I think I'm reading too much into it. I think it's just probably. that it's Argyle. We probably are. Because <laughs> Ar- Argyle is like one pattern and you change the colors. That is what Argyle is. Yeah. yeah but anyway. But... <laughs> this is a nice picture of Frank. I want to put that up on the on the Tumblr later. Good. Um, you do that. <laughs> yeah, so no, that is definitely my favorite. Um, I, without a doubt, hate the Chili Pepper shirt. The yeah. chili pepper, di- I don't like that. I'm not a huge nope. fan of it. I like I like the Argyle, and I'll tell you why. Because he's supposed to be, like, all zany and wacky and stuff, but he's wearing Argyle. I know, right? it's so, like, professional. I know, it's very, you know, kind of like, what you expect him to be. You expect him, he's gonzo, he's crazy, he does wild, crazy stunts. You expect him to wear weird stuff, like the chili pepper sweater or the funky, you know, or like polka dots or whatever. Or like the leotard that he was wearing in the last film with, like, cape. Although, that is his, uh, you know, that's his uniform, that is mm-hmm. co- his costume for his shows, so that's a bit different. Yeah. So those I don't mind, you know. That's when he's, that's his performing wear. How do you, how do you feel about his purple suit? Um, the, from the Muppet Show? Yeah. Yeah, from the Muppet Show. The, like, the maroon, yeah. Well, that was kind of like, I don't know, for some reason, the Muppet Show uniform. Yeah, I like it. Because, <laughs> like, cause, cause Nigel wore uh, pretty much the same thing. I think, uh... A little bit. Brown? I feel like it was different. I think it was... His was a little bit different. But, like, yeah, for a while, uh, like, all the Electric Mayhem, when they were in the pit, they were wearing that, too. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, That's a good point. That Yeah, that lady trumpeter, she had one. Trumpeteer? I don't trumpeteer. know what the term is for that. I don't know. My cousin played trumpet. I never asked him, though. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but that was that was kind of before he found his personality, too. So I think they just kind of, like, put him in with the other, what other performers yeah. for the Muppet Show were wearing. And speaking of, like, personality, that kind of, I think, because we were talking about how Gonzo sh- shows, like, the one of the biggest arches when it comes to emotions, but also just character growth as well. He's gone through such a mm-hmm. lot of it, because early on he was so different as to what he is now. Yeah. I think he's mellowed out over the years, too. Yeah, because he went from being kind of like the sad, weird, weird guy on the show to being incredibly, yeah. like, zany and... And now, yeah, he has mellowed out a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know if that, he's like... He's grown up. Yeah, I guess that... I didn't know if it reflects more of, like, Dave kind of just aging a bit, or if it's just he's been doing it for so long. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway... I don't care. I like him. It's Gonzo. I, I like it. Gonzo. Yep. So I'm actually, I have a Muppet Show poster, and I'm looking at um, Gonzo right now in his Argyle sweater, or sweater vest, his button-down shirt. I don't have I a, like it very much. I don't have a Muppet Show poster here. I got it at Walmart. It was like 20 bucks or something. <laughs> but it's big and framed, and a bunch of them are like the poser Muppets that I totally hate and I'm not saying that they're not like they're like weird hipster Muppets or something they're poser Muppets no they're they're Muppets that you pose and Kermit especially always looks terrible Aww. when they when they get those I don't know I don't know what the, I, why they can't just like do like a mold of Steve's hand shove it in there to make it look like he's alive <laughs> <laughs> yeah they always look like usually everybody else looks okay but Kermit and Piggy always look very oddly frozen and weird. 
we're gonna make a mold of your hand so we can. I know. It's like put your hand in, do we have to <laughs> preserve it for posterity, and so that Kermit doesn't look like shit when you take pictures of him in magazines. I would appreciate that. That would be great. We'll, to, we'll kidnap Steve and do it just for everybody else, and we'll just have it. Why would we do that? Because then we have to like sell it to the. Ma I don't know. Where am I going this with is, this? This just took a really weird. We're turn. not gonna. You're, you're talking about. We're not gonna kidnap Steve. Steve Whitmire. We're not gonna do that. No, I didn't. Hands. I never said that. You did. I never said we that. We recorded it. I guess you can always <laughs> edit it out, but you're not gonna. Edit yeah, I it can out. take it. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna take it out. <laughs> the world has to know. Uh, Steve Whitmire's never, never gonna come that. on this show, by the way. Nope. After the nope. last episode and this episode. <laughs> nope. He's gonna listen to them and be like, no. It's like, I was gonna, because that girl's from North Carolina, so we're like, southern people, togetherness, with our togetherness of southernness. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh... Much. Do we have any other questions? Anything else? Like, <laughs> Let's go to another question. Anything else Gonzo related that we want to talk about? Oh no, yeah, we're not gonna go to questions just yet. Um, or are we doing questions? I don't even remember. I am so tired. What time is it there? Two twenty one. Oh my god, okay. Um <laughs> In the AM in the, by the way. I, I figured it was in the AM. Speaking of dating Gonzo and Gonzo, um, Oh, that makes me sad. I just noticed that in my Muppet poster, Camilla is not with him. He's Aww. next to Rizzo, which is great. We should talk about that, too. Him and Rizzo, BFFs five ever. Pretty much. Rizzo's my second favorite Muppet. I love him and Rizzo. Mm-hmm. I quite... It's like Gonzo and then Rizzo, because they make such a good team. Pretty much, which... The first time they were ever really paired up, was it Muppet Christmas Carol? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I think that was a lot out of necessity. Yeah, no, I definitely... kind of sad, but would agree with that but I also at the same time it I th working yeah it, it, because because of Dave and Steve because they were so they built up that relationship through um, Fraggle Rock yeah that they could carry they figured out how they could carry it over to Muppets their main characters well pretty much because yep. they do so many duos nowadays they do Statler and mm -hmm. Waldorf Beaker and Bunsen um, Gonzo and Rizzo obviously I feel like there were probably more they did Andy and Randy yeah, let's not talk about well, Andy no, or Randy. We won't talk about them. But <laughs> I was just mentioning them for the sake of this conversation. For the sake of the duos, yeah. But yeah, no, they've they've done a lot of really good duos together over the years, mm -hmm. which I quite appreciate. Yeah, and like in the and you know Bunsen and Baker and Staten and Waldorf again out of necessity, but they're paired up to do those because a they can and two. Um, because they're so good together. Yeah, they work. And they already have that kind of chemistry and everything. They work really well together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But oh, no, yeah. I, I love Rizzo and Gonzo. Like, I know a lot of people have problems with Muppets from Space, but I've always, I don't know, I've never had quite as many problems with it, probably because it does focus on Gonzo, and there's a lot of Rizzo in there as well, which I've always really liked. Yeah. Um, Gonzo and Camilla, which is what I wanted to talk about it, and then I started talking about Rizzo. Oh. Because <laughs> he's the best. Um... Yeah, Gonzo and Camilla, and you know talking about dating and Gonzo. That is one loyal man, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because you know you can't really tell, and I think Dave said something about this too, that um, he can't really tell which one's Camilla. Yeah, he just <laughs> he just picks one and kind of looks like it and 
grabs and they go. Actually, Camilla, um, she has blue eyes instead of like the that's, little the beady eyes. That's right, she does. He, she actually has like, well, like Miss Piggy has those kind of eyes mm-hmm. instead of just the beady, beady black eyes. Or they might have changed it. Or I'm well, I'm thinking about like the really old chickens, or like just the beady black eyes. But I think they did have. They do have. I think they don't have like, the beady the, black the eyes bigger, anymore. Yeah. No. Those are the really old ones. Oh my god. Yeah. But she has blue eyes. Like, Yeah, so I don't know. I thought I had more to say about Gonzo and Camilla, but I guess I don't. Because there's a question that brings that up anyway that we're going to talk about. Yes. Alright, now we're going to do some questions. And we've got quite a lot of questions, which is... That's kind of why we decided just to make Gonzo the main topic of today's episode, because... Yeah. Pretty much. All right, and we're almost an hour, so I know. Um, so we got mm-hmm. a lot of questions and also a few comments as well. Uh, at Muppet Mindset, aka Ryan Dozer, asked, "No, Doze. he did not ask. He said, Gonzo is my all-time favorite Muppet. He's weird and knows it, and wants everyone to appreciate it, like me." Because <laughs> we did ask, I like that. We did ask why people's um, what people liked about Gonzo. Yeah, pretty much. And at Muppety Notes says he fully embraces his own weirdness regardless of what people think. I find that really inspiring. He is my favorite Muppet. Okay, and then what's our other? Uh, we got Ow. a couple questions from Inspired Crafter from Tumblr. Um, should I just mm-hmm. read all the questions at once, or should I read them? I guess. No, you can do them separately. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, because they said saw you were looking for topic ideas for Gonzo. How did mm-hmm. slash do costume choices work? We don't know, but like kind of what we explained uh, before was the purple suit was just whatever they were wearing. The Argyle, I don't know where that came from, but I love it. And then chili pepper shirt, I don't know where that came from, but I hate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> has Gonzo had any other like outfits that have stuck around for a while? That's really kind of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was there any purpose for his big nose? Not that I know of. No, I don't. Although that, yeah. Um, and then the second one after that is who is his character based off of a real person or a combination of people? Um, I don't know about that one because it his character was I think his character really came a lot from Dave personally because didn't Dave make that particular the um, cigar box frackle? I think so. I think I think he did. I think he made him. Um, I want to say that he did. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Oh well, I'll take blame for that. Gonzo was actually, before he was Gonzo, he was Cigarbox Frackle mm-hmm. for the great Santa Claus Switch. And when they were, like, looking for a new character for Dave to have in uh, the Muppet Show, they kind of just pulled that one out of the box and threw him in a suit and made him this kind of sad face <laughs> sort of character. And he stayed that Which way. eventually... Yeah, he, yeah, he stayed that way all the evolved. first season. Mm-hmm. And then Gonzo, I mean Gonzo, Dave, <laughs> figured out, uh, he put a little mechanic to make his eye have movement, which did a tremendous uh, improvement for that character. It really did. So, yeah. Yeah, and didn't he say that, like, the first time he really kind of started to understand Gonzo was when Gonzo made the comment about chicken's legs? Which leads into our next question. When did the puppet tears decide to in- introduce his love interest Camilla when did Camilla come I don't rem- in? I don't remember what episode it was um I think it was uh now I'm gonna I like I have it in my head I want to say that it's an episode but I don't there no there is a distinct and episode and then because I remember it's the episode where Big Bird comes in as well 
because then Gonzo starts hitting on Big Bird. <laughs> it's a little um, weird. Mm, yeah, but basically there was a bunch of farm animals uh, in the in the backstage. Mm-hmm. He just goes, you know, oh, check out the lugs on that chicken, and that's kind of what happened. <laughs> and so ins- Inspired Crafter also said, sorry if these questions are too obscure, just thought I'd send a few things your way, good luck with the recording. And Thank you! Laura, we, we talked a little bit about how last week we um, were kind of a little... I don't know if vague's the right word, but we kind of didn't explain. We assumed too much. Yeah, like we didn't have last names of Muppet performers, and we kind of just geeked out. But we didn't kind of take into consideration that people listening might not be quite as familiar with the Muppet fandom as we are. Yeah. So we should definitely try to be better about that in the future. And yeah, I'm gonna apologize. I have hiccups, so I'm trying to like <laughs> hold my breath and stop them. Oh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, oh, there we go. So basically, you know, <laughs> if you do have questions, you know, about you know things that might seem apparent to us, feel free to ask pretty much whatever, and we'll try to be better. We about will not be. Crazy. We will answer them. <laughs> you sound like you're dying. <laughs> the worst. I know. It's oh god, it's terrible. I get hiccups all the time though. Oh. Uh, East of yep. the Moon from Tumblr asked. Oh, pretty much. How about Camilla? What is it about Camilla that made Gonzo fall in love with that beautiful chicken? Gonzo fell in love with Camilla because she's a beautiful chicken, and yeah. And he has an attraction to chickens, apparently. And she's the most beautiful of all the chickens. (laughs) We're not not here to judge because of her sparkling personality. I don't know. Pretty much. Uh, uh, Don't sugar me. Don't Sugar Me asked, my only question about Gonzo is this, is he the cutest or is he the cutest? The cutest. He's the cutest. We agree with you. Cutest of the cutest. On Boring Rocks asked, the question I've wondered for years, chili pepper ties, yay or nay? Oh yeah, no, we answered that, no. Nope. Nah. Sorry, Evan, I hope you don't like them because they're crap. And I don't like them. Nope, nope, nope. Pretty much. Those goddamn chili peppers, I do not like (laughs) Stupid chili peppers. Stupid chili peppers ruining my Argyle fantasies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds so... Uh, yeah, okay. That, that sounded wrong. Okay. I shouldn't have said fantasies. Your Argyle fantasies. I don't want to hear about your yeah. fantasies, Laura. That was that, that was better than I could have said fetish. Not have been wrong, that wrong, wrong. Six ways a Sunday. Then... what a weird fetish that would be like if you're just a person that has a fetish with argyle I don't know that would be I don't know I think that would be kind of easy because you could buy argyle 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 socks alright why are we talking about let's stop talking about that okay I'm going to read the one that uh, Brittany L. Reed 25 from Tumblr said which yeah I'm just going to read the whole thing that's pretty much the last one that I had so go for it yeah. So the age-old question about what exactly is Gonzo is always a good topic. Smiley face. Did you guys ever used to wonder what he is, or just take it he's a whatever and roll with it? I kind of did. That's what I did when I was a kid. Yeah, same. Um, these it's Muppets. They're all there's like monsters and whatever Scooter is. I guess he's a person. I don't know. <laughs> like some version of a person. My brother used to say that, no, he's a gopher, right? Because that's what he is. I was like, that's his job. Even I knew that. I was seven. I knew what his job was. (laughs) Yeah, but just like odd-looking humans or humanoid people, there's still a debate as to what Clifford is. So, I mean, I think think Crazy Harry is dead. That's what he he looks like. Crazy Harry is... 
I have issues. He's, Crazy Harry terrifies he's me. He's gray. He terrifies he's, he's me. He's creepy. He's creepy looking. He's like the one Muppet um, that I would never want to meet. Yeah. Zoot's blue. I mean, Floyd's purple. It's kind of... You don't really question it too much. Pretty um, much. But yeah, no. Gonzo was just... He was a Gonzo. Well, because I mean, um, they've for me, made a lot of comparisons with him and like birds and turkeys. And then obviously, yeah. he's been, you know compared to being an alien, because that's the whole point of Muppets from Space. Have you ever considered yeah, he him... looks like a turkey, Have you ever but not considered... much like a turkey. <laughs> Pretty much. Have you ever considered <laughs> him to be either, like, kind of bird-like or alien-esque? I don't know. I guess he's an alien, but I really like the whole whatever thing. I like that he, you know, there wasn't a really a category, and that Dave kind of keeps it as to he's a weirdo, he's a whatever. He doesn't, you know, use the particular word alien. Because yeah. I think that labels him. I think that labels him too much, and I don't like that. I don't know. I mean, cause it, cause it's kind of weird. Cause his whole thing was that, you know, he was alone and and stuff. And yeah, Muppets Space sort of blew that out of the water, and then again just left him by himself again. A little bit. No, the point so... of it was that the Muppets were his family, and he didn't need. Oh yeah, aliens. I know, but exactly. So he didn't need the his funkadelic family, I guess, but... Pretty much. But, no, I've always considered we, we him We can to talk be a about... Wolf. I've always considered him to be a wolf. Yeah. Uh, Brittany goes on to say, for me, I know one of the reasons that Muppet from Space is one of my favorite movies is because it focused on Gonzo's origin. But later I saw a YouTube video where Gonzo was interviewed and Dave Goals made him say, I was so excited and they told me it was just a movie, so now I don't know. LOL. Poor guy. But yeah, is he an alien or a type of bird? I don't think he's a type of bird. He doesn't exactly have a beak. He just has a weird nose. And he's got kind of some um, feathers going on at the top of his head, too. Yeah, but not much. I know. That's so, I mean, it's just like, it's just something they use that's in, in the... Yeah, I mean, I guess his workshop. nose is... Gonzo's nose is kind of... It kind of looks like it could almost be a beak, but it's obviously not. It's a nose, so... But it's not. It's a nose. I it's know. just a weird-ass nose. So... Of it, I'm trying to get the curse. <laughs> We've already cursed. Um, Just don't yeah. even bother. <laughs> and she says, um, the different opening bits that you did, as in like the O and the Muppet Show, which one was your favorites? I don't remember half of them. <laughs> yeah, to be quite honest, Whenever I he don't does the either. trumpet, yeah. The like explosion ones, I guess. Uh, there's one he had a balloon, that was neat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really was remember that. Like one where like Kermit scared him or something. I don't remember. Somebody did like symbols on him or something. Or somebody somebody else blew a trumpet in his ear. I feel like it was Kermit. Cause Kermit I think that yeah. yeah. Um, which Gonzo skit is your favorite in general? Hmm. Probably probably Jamboree and I really liked uh, Sentimental Journey. Yeah, I like Jamboree and Wishing Song, which we kind of already covered yeah. earlier. But and then you know. Um. Oh, Memory Lane. I like that one a lot, too. That's a good too. one, too. I mean, you obviously, you can't, you know, classic Flight of the Bumblebees. Uh, you can't really top that. He calls everyone yokels. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Brittany says, you can talk about his crush on Miss Piggy and how that phased over time because it was consistent with Muppet Babies. Um, yeah, because like, that was a big deal in Muppet Babies, but I don't really ever remember it being any kind of deal at all in Muppet Show. Yeah, I mean it wasn't a huge yeah. deal, but he did have a crush on Miss Piggy throughout the entire Muppet Show. He did. How did I just totally miss that then? <laughs> I can't think of any um, like specific huge things examples, but no, he was just like persistently like he wanted to spend time with her, and he'd follow her around, and hmm. she obviously would be like, "Ah, you're a weirdo," and then 
hit him. Yeah, you creep. what she would do. But, um, no, he pretty consistently had a crush on her, but then pretty much it was completely, like, phased out when the movies started coming out. Well, yeah. the first, in Great Muppet Caper, in Muppet, the Muppet movie, he doesn't, like, necessarily super try to flirt with her, but, like, remember, he tries to whenever when she's like oh we should have a dinner for two in the muppet movie he's like yeah just me and you miss piggy and she was like no huh. screw you <laughs> but then mm, yeah, yeah it's completely gone nowadays yeah but it is i mean it's super apparent in uh in muppet babies i forgot i haven't watched um, muppet babies since i was a kid quite honestly but yeah no i mean i remember that happening and yeah remember that being there and stuff britney says uh, eh, a whole bunch of stuff Sorry, I just love Gonzo. He's my favorite Muppet. Different kind of smiley face, like the anime smiley face. I hope these are okay. Those are great. I like that. Yes, those are pretty much all of our questions. We had we had a couple we had a couple of good ones. We filled up our time pretty well. We did. <laughs> For our final musical segment, we're gonna be playing a version of "I'm Going to Go Back There Someday," but it's personally my favorite version of the song, and it's sung by Paul Williams and Gonzo together. And yeah, here it is. This looks familiar Vaguely familiar It's almost unreal yet It's too soon to feel yet Close to my soul and yet so far away I'm going to go back there someday Sunrises, night falls Sometimes the sky calls Is that a song there? And do I belong there? I've never been there, but I know the way. I'm going to go back there someday. Come and go with me, it's more fun to share. We'll both be completely at home in midair.
love that song. That's probably <laughs> my favorite version of it. I mean, I love the one from yeah. the movie, obviously, but I love Paul that Williams is a is a magical, magical man. It's true. I just I just love Paul Williams to death. Hey, Laura, wasn't Paul Williams on an episode of a show that we love? <laughs> oh yeah. We we didn't mention that earlier. <laughs> I know. Well, we weren't really talking about Paul Williams. <laughs> Paul Williams, okay, if you guys that missed it, you don't watch Community, what is wrong with you? But, Paul Williams was on last, uh, what was, was today? Saturday. So he was on Thursday's episode of Community, um, and it was awesome, and I forget what the name of it was, but he is like this cameo, and I had to cover my mouth to keep from screaming. Um, that was my retweet, by the way, if you follow us on Twitter, which you should. Uh, that was me. <laughs> And he favored it, and I don't know if he retweeted it, but he definitely favorited it. Yay. Yeah, that was super, super surprising, and I lost my mind. <laughs> definitely follow us on Twitter at Gals. Follow us on Tumblr at Podcast. And what else? We got a Facebook now? Yep, Facebook. Podcast um, as well. Yeah. Uh, we're on, for the actual podcast, we're on SoundCloud and Podomatic and YouTube. Without the G. K-I-S-S-I-N. Um, so, I'm going to switch back down. Muppeteer of the Week. Oh yeah, that part. We we <laughs> kind of figured, since we already had talked about Gonzo for probably getting close to 40, 45 minutes, we might as well just make Dave the Muppeteer of the Week. We'll just talk about Dave Goals. I... Dave Goals, who started out as a computer engineer, I think, and then came over to do character building. And then ended up being I think... a main performer. Yeah. I quite like Mr. Goals. He's quite excellent and probably my favorite Muppet performer, or at least up there near the top. Not a lot of people know this. Dave does Figment's voice for the, the Epcot ride. So Figment's cool. So we're child of the '80s, and that's what happens. So you get Figment. Figment is in Epcot. That's how it is. I have never been to Epcot, but if I ever go, I will keep this in mind. Yeah. Also, Eric Idle's on the thing, but I don't know. I love Eric Idle. I love Eric Idle too. But it's not about Eric Idle. It's about Dave Goals. He does Figment. That's just a side thing. I just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> Dave Goals. What a guy. Pretty much. <laughs> Should we wrap up so you can go to bed? Yes, please. All right. Well, this has been another exciting episode of Frog Kissing. <laughs> episode two. Episode two. I'll make a thing. Talking about Gonzo. Talking about Gonzo and Dave Coles and Jim Henson's Creature Shop Challenge. Watch it so it doesn't get canceled. We can see lots of lovely Brian Henson. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> Pretty much. And then I love Brian. Next week's episode, we're hoping to focus it on a certain movie that's going to be in theaters. Can you guess which one? I don't think they can. Talk to us. Talk to us and find out, or tell us about it, or tell us your guesses. Pretty much. Um, just say something to us. We need questions and and that kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Let um, us know what you thought of the new Muppet film. Um, ask us questions. Ask us pretty much anything. Don't get too personal. Keep it above the waist. Keep no, above keep the it. Waist. What do you think <laughs> they're going to the be thing. asking us? 
No, that was the the from um that this is so friggin' obscure. From the of Muppets and Men when they're doing that fish scene. Oh. And Jim comes up, he's like, Oh, I could like squeeze you guys from behind to make to get that that sound and Steve says, No no no, we can do it. Keep it above the waist. That is really obscure, but that's such a good <laughs> reference. I, I applaud you. Well Uh boy. I need I need to go to bed. This is bedtime for and me. On that note, I guess we'll bid adieu for this week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Bye. Bye.